Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Whatever was, was, was written in, in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the Scriptures we might have hope. This is why we read Scripture. This is why we pay attention to God's Word And this is why we especially pay attention to what Jesus himself has to say in Luke 21. We've talked before about how this this season, this season of Advent is not just about preparing for Christmas. It is preparing for the end of the world, for when Christ shall come back and what that will be like. That may clarify a few things if you, again, in this time we see the Christmas tree, we see the Advent wreath, and then we hear about there being signs and sun and moon and stars and on the earth distress and perplexity because of the roaring in the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Not quite a Christmas story, but one that is worth paying attention to. There are so many things going on in this world that we just ask ourselves, what is going on? What is going on? Creation itself is just falling apart. And in some sense, you can even say that it's even reached the height of God's creation, which is mankind. People are confused about whether or not they were born the right gender or sex or whatever word you want to use to describe male and female. People are confused about these things and they live according to their own whims and their own pleasures. People have done this for a long time though, so we have to be careful on what we say about when exactly Christ is coming back. What Jesus points out for us today is that towards the end, the world will fall apart. Literally, creation itself will fall apart. The sun turns black, the moon will break into pieces, the sea is going to foam and roar, and we're going to wonder what is going on. There will be much confusion and much fear and foreboding. But... Thankfully, whatever was, was, whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. That in the midst of this world falling apart, just breaking into pieces, Jesus says, now when these things begin to take place, straighten up, raise your heads, because your, your, your redemption is drawing near. Because once these things take place, when it seems like it's about to be the darkest that it's ever been, the light will shine and it will not stop. It will shine forever when Christ comes back. But until that time, we have to face signs and sun and moon and stars, distress and perplexity, fainting with fear and foreboding. And how can we not? How can we not faint with fear and foreboding with what is coming on this world? 
It seems as if literally creation is just falling apart, like an old garment with holes that are just being worn into it over and over and over again. It's just wearing down. It's wearing down. And we see a lot of, a lot of things going into effect trying to stop these things, right? But there are people who are doing them in the extreme that say we must do everything we possibly can to stop bad things from happening in, in this world as far as the, as far as the, the, the weather goes, as far as how hot it gets, how cold it gets, whether or not we have a bunch of storms, climate change, global warming, all these things like that, right? But these people are doing it from the wrong sense of purpose. They do it as if creation itself should be worshipped. And that's not my whole point today, but my point for this part is just that there are people who cannot fathom the fact that God would actually tear apart creation, but only to bring about the new creation, the new heavens, the new earth, for those who trust in Christ. They cannot fathom that all that you see here today will one day be gone. And that'll be a glorious thing for us who don't hold on to the things of this world. That will be a glorious thing for us who do not put our trust in created things. It'll be glorious because the one who we give thanks and praise to the Creator, will be our judge and He will judge us righteous because of Christ. But until that time, we have to face the problems of creation falling apart. This world will and must fall apart before Christ comes back, so how will you prepare? If you know these things, if whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, what might this tell you about how you are to be be prepared, be awake and ready for when Christ comes back? How can you be prepared to straighten up and raise your head when the time comes? Look out for these things. That every time you see a natural that every time you see a natural disaster, a storm, a flood, a tsunami, whatever it may be, lift up your head, raise up your head because your redemption is drawing near. These things keep us mindful of the end. These things keep us mindful that this world will pass away, but it also keeps us mindful that the words of Christ will not pass away, that that is where our hope truly lies. Nature will betray you every single time because it has fallen. But God will not fail you. So that when you see these things, you will be fearful, but know that these things must pass so that the Son of Man may come in a cloud with power and great glory. Keep your eyes on that. But when these things take place, we know that it will be over and everything will be good. 
truly good, better than it's ever been, right? Take heart when you see these things because the end for Christians will be glorious. But unfortunately, Jesus says that this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. What is this generation? This generation, on some level, can mean those who trust in this world. Those who think that they are special just because they exist. Those who think to themselves, well, surely God will not condemn the United States in the year of 2022 or 2023 or however long I'm here at least, right? God is not a, God does not show partiality to us wherever we may come from, wherever we may live, whoever we may be apart from him. He will come when he comes and his, his wisdom is beyond ours. This generation trusts in the creation and this generation will pass away when they see that that creation they trust in so wholeheartedly falls apart and is burned away when Christ comes again. We see from Jesus that during the midst of these times where all these horrible things are happening, we should watch ourselves, prepare ourselves, because if the world will and must fall apart, we must be prepared and guarded against dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. What do you usually see when people become distressed and fearful? What's the quintessential problem you have when a hurricane hits, hits the Gulf Coast? You get a bunch of college students getting together for a hurricane party, do you not? They're having a good time because eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we may die. It's that mindset. But Jesus says, watch yourselves. Do not go into drunkenness. Do not escape these things on your own because you can't. To try to escape them by your own devices is to fall into the snare of Satan. When you're fearful of these things, you have a drink. You have another drink and another drink. Maybe another, because you just don't want to be afraid anymore, because you just don't want to face the reality for just a moment, but be mindful. Watch yourselves, because in escaping, you fall into a trap. And that doesn't have to be for alcohol or drugs. That can be for any other thing that you would put your fear, love, and trust in above God that would be anything. Knowing my congregation fairly well, I think, uh, maybe if, if you're a little bit fearful, maybe you should just turn off the news. Turn off the news for just a moment. Escape it in that way. Even if it is Fox News, turn it off. Turn it off. I have nothing against Fox News, but turn it off. Pick up your Bible. Read, mark, learn, digest the word of God. Have it instruct you that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. 
We cannot escape these things by our own devices. We we cannot escape these things by being fearful, by being wrathful, being angry. We cannot escape these things by feeding our own lusts and passions. We can only escape them by trusting in Christ. But I really want to focus on this part right now. That when we watch ourselves, when we be careful, when we stay awake so that the day will not come upon us suddenly like a trap, when we do these things and we stay awake at all times, Jesus says, pray that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Now, when he says pray, he does not mean go off by yourself. He does not mean go off into your closet and pray by yourself in the dark and watch. What does he mean? He's not saying you by yourself. He's saying all y'all, collectively, plural. All of you pray. And where do you do that? You do that here. You do that in church. You do that wherever God has promised to be in his word and his sacraments. You do that to prepare. And I wasn't thinking about this before when I was doing my prep for this sermon, but I was thinking about it today when we're actually singing. I think it was the opening hymn. Um, that Jesus, when he comes back, will come with the rising sun, right? That in the rising sun, there will be glory. And in which direction does the sun rise? But in the east. Which way do all churches, or at least all churches, should face? The east. You are now facing in the direction that Christ promises to come. So that when the world falls apart, what do you do? Do you run and hide? No. You come to church. You straighten up. You raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. And even now, your redemption draws near in his word, in his sacraments, in his body and his blood given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. He draws near to you to give you a foretaste of the feast that is to come so that when the world does fall apart, you come here and you say, Amen, come Lord Jesus. And so that you can escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The kingdom of God is near. And it is nearer now than it ever was. And every single day that passes, that becomes more and more true. Keep watch. Keep vigil with with your brothers and sisters in Christ, with the church. And be found in the place where Christ promises to be until the very end. Turn off Fox News or whatever news source you have. Put your phones down. Pick up your Bible. Come to church, hear the word of God. Remember that you are baptized. Be fed the body and blood of Christ. Receive all the things that he wishes for you to have, the goods 
the promises fulfilled in the blood of Christ. Don't give in to or be deceived by the signs of this end, but cling to Christ. And the peace of God, which surpasses understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.